0: hey y'all what's up it's your girl gina welcome to the official first episode of beyond the dance floor i am so excited now if you um just happen to hop on here or if someone said hey go listen to this and this is your first time actually um checking out beyond the dance floor what's up nice to meet you. I'm Gina. I'm a little crazy, but um, (laughs) it's going to be fun. Now, for those of you that have been following the journey um, up until the launch and all this fun stuff, um, thank you so much for being a part. And um, yeah, let's get into it. The title of today's podcast is What Am I? Literally, if you're a dancer out there and you're, you're sitting going, what am I? What am I, what am I doing? What, what, is this, what is this whole situation called? Um, a few years back, I believe it was 2014 or 2015, I posted a, um, uh, something on, it was a write-up really, on Facebook and it got quite a bit of traction. However, it did not really um, start the conversation that I was hoping that it, it would ignite, um, but basically, what was in this whole um, write up was, or, you know, my observations of dancers and the different roles and hats that they were wearing in. Um, I, I just kind of, you know, created my own definitions of the following titles dancer, performer, choreographer, instructor, teacher. So that's what I did. And I'm going to dig a little deeper into those things with you guys today. So I'm pretty sure that I am going to rock a few boats and um, I apologize in advance. However, excuse me. I hope that um, your mind, um, I hope that through this podcast entirely, actually, that I challenge your mindset and um, hopefully that'll help us get some great conversations going so that we can help grow um, each other and help grow together. Um, So yeah, let's do this. A dancer, per Gina's definition, (laughs) is someone who generally takes classes, dance classes to be specific, and is typically good at it um someone who can follow the beat, take direction and execute movements well. Lately, not so well. Again, I wrote this back in 2015. Um however, I don't think that we have seen um much um shift in any of these definitions if I'm being completely honest with y'all. Now, if you instruct, teach or choreograph any kind of classes and um you you know, you you get you know you've seen this person before over time. They take classes all the time, but there's no real growth through their movement and their performance ability. They're just kind of stagnant. Those are the people who, you know, they just come to take class, you know, and that's fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You can just come take class, have a good time. You're like, Hey, this is my workout. I'm not trying to be in the next dance movie. I'm not trying to be in LA, Atlanta, in New York, whatever. I'm just here to dance and I don't care to progress. And that's okay. Um, and that's the, that's one thing I do want to point out, though. In all of these definitions, wherever you find yourself is completely okay if that's what you want. However, if you aspire to be better and grow into different things, then I hope that your mindset is challenged to grow. Um, uh, I'll give you a little story. I love story. Story time with Gina. Hey, let's get into it. Okay, so... I I've, I've, I've done it's happened more than once where I've been asked to go sub a class in some in another studio and they're like hey yeah you're going to be subbing like hip hop 5 or something like that and I'm going excuse me there's a there's a hip hop 5 okay great um so I'm sitting here racking my brain trying to figure out how I'm going to challenge these kids cuz I'm not even I don't even think I'm a level 5 in hip hop but let's go and um I get there and I'm pulling out all these these, these steps and choreography and I'm throwing things at them and realizing that we don't even have the bare minimum, which is you've got the you know, their weight shifts are off this, you know, they have nowhere wherewithal of kickball change. They don't, they, I mean, center is nowhere to be found. I'm talking about, do you know how to stay in the pocket and keep this groove? Not a zilch, nothing. I'm going, how are we in level five? Y'all skip level one, two, three, four, got to five. And you still don't have these bare minimum basics. Okay, let's go. And that's how I know I'm dealing with a bunch of dancers because They can just regurgitate stuff back to me, but they don't know the actual how to get stuff done when it comes to movement. They're lacking. So I'm going to stop there because I'm sure I'll be digging into these a little bit deeper in other episodes moving forward. Who is a performer? What is a performer? Um, Simply put, is an entertainer. Hence, a dancer who has mastered a genre or all genres of dance and can take the movements to the next level. A dancer who inspires you with their movements. They can take a choreographer's bare bones and give it life and meaning. Now, most choreographers, I have to say, love having performers. Most choreographers should not and probably will not want to work with just dancers if they want their piece to be wow, for lack of a better term. They want to always find people that will take, you know, what they give them. You know, choreographers want to give you a little bit and then they want you to just wow them. Take give them a lot back. You know what I'm saying? Like if I give you a five, six, seven, eight here and there and all you give me back is five, six, seven, eight without a boom cat wow, I'm like, oh, what is that? Okay, well fine. You know what I'm saying? And that's that that's a performer. If you've ever watched a show or a movie and you just want to get out of your seat and go be in that movie or on that stage with them, you're watching a performer. They take you they take you there. They can, um, if they're telling a sad story, you are you're sitting in your seat crying because their movement from, you know, their facial expressions to the every part of their body, their fingers are dancing, their toes are dancing. Even if they're in shoes, that's what a performer does. They are passionate about what they're doing, and they, oh my goodness, their body is just. You know, and it's not to say that dancers don't move magically; they do, but they don't know how to take an audience through the story of what their movement and their body is trying to tell you. That is what a performer does. And as I say that, I wish you could see me. I'm like closing my eyes because there are some performers in mind that I know, and I'm just like, wow, I can see them. You know what I mean? Like dancers, you can watch a dancer for like a minute to two minutes and be okay. Like, yeah, that was really good. You can watch a performer for 20 minutes and feel like it was a second because they just take you there. It's so good. Um... Let's move forward. A choreographer is someone who puts together a series of movements to create a dance piece. Most dance pieces are at least five minutes in length. Um, Good choreographers create amazing pieces using stylistically innovative choreography. They are not always good teachers or instructors. I'm going to say that again because I know I just messed somebody up. Choreographers are not always good teachers or instructors. But they know how to put on a freaking show, okay? Okay. Um, most choreographers need great performers. I was just talking about that. Not just dancers to bring their vision to life. Back in the day, choreographers were known for coming up with the new moves that we, you know, you would do. And I'm not talking about the whoa and all that. Mm-mm. Um, that's how you knew they were good at what they did. Today, not all amazing choreographers are great performers. It used to be that they generally were. Now, if you live in the Dallas area, I mean, or in L.A., um, y'all, and if you have not heard of, of Marty Kadelka, I'm so sorry. I need you to do your history just a little bit more. Marty is a great example of this because I am telling you he i mean as a great performer that became a choreographer that came up with moves that we are still doing today um you know what i mean and my goodness if you see Justin Timberlake dance you're like oh there's marty you know what i mean like you can see that essence through um through him and i i miss that now where we had people that would create um stuff that we would all just latch onto, and the woe is great, the is great, and I wish they would all just be set aside for just a little bit um but yeah, I mean, choreographers are they are the people that make um, that make movement worth looking at to me. That's what I think because you have, and that's not to say that there are instructors and teachers that don't do that because there are. Um, but when you look at movies, when you look at, um, dance shows and pieces and stuff like that, you're looking at the work of a choreographer. They, 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 they're the ones, they, they're almost like, um, you can call them creative directors, if you will. they, take a song and they go, I can see this right here. I can see this right here. This can come together and tell a story. They're orchestrating this whole thing. And it's so beautiful to watch. And um, some really great other choreographers that I know, and I'm sure you guys could, everybody has their own opinion. I think Paris Cabell, um has a great way as a choreographer to, to um, depict musicality in such an ingenious way. It's so cool to watch. And it's just the cadence of the music with the people's bodies. You're just like, ah, what am I seeing? This is insane. It's so good. Um, and there's some other great storytellers out there. And if you're a ballerina listening to this, she knows a lot more hip hop, though. <laughs> and I know that you've got some um, some great Um, choreographers in your genre. So please drop those names for me below. Um, Tag your favorite choreographers, uh, not to listen to the podcast, but just so I can know who they are. But if they listen, yay, love y'all. Moving forward, who is an instructor? An instructor does exactly that. They instruct. Oftentimes, this is the person that cannot always tell you how to execute a certain movement. They may or may not have formal dance training, are they good at what they do? Certainly. Um, can they teach you though, how to do what they're asking you to do? Not always. They stand in front of the class and they instruct. Sometimes what they instruct is not their creation or their original material. And that's okay. So for me, when you're looking at a choreographer, you're looking at like a Zumba instructors and um, other group fitness instructors and things of that nature. Now, Again, totally fine if that's where you want to be. I've done it. A while back as I was starting my career as a a choreographer and instructor and um, teacher, I wanted to, um, I was trying to, you know, diversify my streams of income. I became a hip hop hustle instructor and that was hard for me. I will say having to take the time to actually learn someone else's choreography and then teach it. Oh, or should I say someone else's steps? Whatever you want to call it so much work because I had to dedicate an hour or two of my day um, or my week or whatever to learn these dances and then keep in time. But then it was so hard for me to get into these classes and not want to sit down and actually literally break the movement down because I'm like, oh my gosh, they're doing it so wrong. Like I wish their body would just lean a little bit more so they could get into the groove of it. And I can't do that because they're there to sweat. They're just there to have a good time and you just got to keep it going, right? And so... um. Again, no, nothing wrong with that. You just, it's, just another, it's just another title. It's another area of um, the dance wheel, if you will. Um, a teacher. They can teach you. Like, they can actually teach you stuff. They take you from basics to advanced, molding and shaping you. You know you've had a great teacher when you are able to adapt to any and all styles of choreography with ease. Now, you don't necessarily have to look like your teacher when you do it. And that's, that's probably not advisable because you want to be able to add your own stuff to it, right? Um, teachers don't just give you choreography. They give you tools to prepare you for a lifetime of dance. And it's not always dance related, by the way. From the proper stretches to basic basic dance steps in specific in a specific genre... Um, to booking gigs on your own. Sometimes these teachers give you tools for life such as respect, integrity, loyalty, and self-worth. Okay, now I will say... A teacher, when it comes to all these different roles and definitions, a teacher to me is like the mega, like that's the alpha. That's where I aspire to be. That's where I I think that if you are wanting to grow through this dance life, that's the ultimate right there. You want to be able to take a, a youngster and mold them, you know what I mean? And give them the tools that will see them through life. There's nothing to me sadder than a bunch of dancers who get to like 16 or 18 and hate dancing. I'm like, did you not have one good teacher in your life to inspire the snot out of you to keep dancing until you couldn't dance anymore? I can guarantee you, if you spoke to any dancer that's over the age of 30, um, whether they're a dancer, performer, choreographer, instructor, teacher, however, they can name at least one teacher in their life and sometimes it's not even the teachers in dance that pushed them so much, so far, that inspired them to continue to do what they loved to do and give it a 100%. Everybody needs that person. So um, it's always hard for me to stomach that, to get people, you know, to see dancers quit at such a young age. Because I always wonder, and I mean, of course, some of them quit because... It's just not their path and, you know, what have you. But when you see somebody who has the raw talent and the passion at a young age, but then it it just fizzles out as they grow older and you're going, what happened? Did we, you know, to me, I just think just start looking at the adults around them, the people that are teaching them. There's got to be somebody in that group of people that is inspirational enough that's going, you can do this, you know, and teach them much more than just choreography and some steps. Because I promise you, that's why this whole podcast is titled "Beyond the Dance Floor." Because there's a lot more to life than just dance. I didn't get to do this for this long um, for, for as long as I've been doing it just by just you know, doing a bunch of steps and any dancer that's been doing this this long will tell you that there's so much more. And, you know, every kid that's out there that's dancing, I really hope and pray that you find someone, um, be it in dance or in life that can just hold your hand and walk you through everything else that happens outside of the dance studio that can tell you, you know what you're going to need to pay your bills. Okay. Um, cause if you want to do this dance thing for so long, you're going to need a teacher. Someone that can really, really guide you through this thing. Now, there is absolutely nothing wrong with being um, just one of these things, right? Only thing is, do you indeed know your strength and are you owning it with pride? Some people are gifted and they can be more than one thing, right? With that being said, most dancers can be trained into great performers. Then again, there are those that are born with that certain je ne sais quoi. Not all teachers are great choreographers and or performers. Most instructors, though, can learn to become great performers and teachers, but are often too caught up in the working hard for it. You know what I mean? Like going back to when I was teaching Hip Hop Hustle, that was just, you know, to diversify my stream of income. And some people get stuck in that You're making money You're seeing the fruit of that labor And it's just like Well you know what I don't feel like making up no dances So I'm just gonna Just keep using somebody else's work And that's you know, Obviously as long as the person knows you're doing that Because I know some You know like with Zumba And the other um, group exercise places Like Les Meals and stuff Stuff like that You have to pay to be a part of it And so if you're You know some people are like You know what I'm making my money I'm good I don't need to create my own stuff I'm just gonna keep doing this Because I can guarantee you I know this When you're teaching 40 plus hours a week and you're having to come up with your own choreography, it's a lot of work. That's your job, right? So you spend time during the, you know, like on a Saturday or Sunday, coming up with your um, lesson plan and your steps and whatnot and everything for the rest of the week so that you are prepared and you go into these classes and you look like you know what you're doing. Um, So, yeah, I I feel that deeply. Um, Above all, you need to know you. Like you need to be honest with yourself. You need to know what your calling is. You need to know what you're trying to get into. Know your quality. are you and um, then challenge your ability if your goal is to grow into the next best thing, right? So be honest with yourself. know yourself well. like be like, what am I trying to achieve? What are my goals? Where am I going? Know the quality of work that you bring. If you, you know, you can't be a, a teacher or a choreographer, a choreographer with sloppy work, like people will leave your class, point blank, period. And then challenge your ability if you want to grow. So if you're like, I'm comfortable, I'm good where I'm at, I don't feel like growing, then great. Um, just know that, that, you know, you probably, if you, the quality of your work is sloppy, you probably won't have a lot of students just being real. And if you teach kids, ugh. Okay. Um, if you are a teacher, instructor, or choreographer who teaches young young ones, um, just a, a gentle reminder that our job is should be, I don't know that it is your job that you see it that way right now, but it should be to mold these young minds and dancers into dancers for life, not just for the next competition or the next showcase or the next recital. It is. I mentioned this earlier, it is truly so sad to see... Um, many young dancers give up before they are 21. Dance is a lot of fun, um, but it certainly is not easy. If you see somebody and they tell you, oh my gosh, dance is easy, they're lying. It's a lot of hard work. I had to massage my hip for you know with a massage gun for almost 20 minutes yesterday because it hurt so bad. Yes, dance is hard. You have to work hard. Um, and if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. And it's like when I meet people and they go, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, I don't know how to dance. I want to, I'm like, if you knew how to dance, I'd be out of a job. That's a fact. Okay. Um, that's why you have instructors and teachers and choreographers because not everybody can dance. Right. Um, anyway, that's my time. I feel like I've gone over time a little bit. I hope that, um, you guys that, you know, some conversations have started off of this. And if you have comments, put them below so that we can talk about it and, um, See you guys in the next episode. Bye. Love y'all so much. A, be honest with yourself. Yes, do it. Be honest with yourself, it is important.